are Guys in Shorts, your weekly podcast for all things sports, entertainment, and pop culture. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts. And uh, wait, is it Guys in Shorts or Guys in Shorts Pod? Guys in Shorts Pod. How do I always forget that? (laughs) How do you not write it down? (laughs) Well, I do have it written down on one of these. You've done, this is 187 episodes, all right? (laughs) Clearly. I have too many notes, and I've just given up because I don't even <laughs> write intros anymore. It's rivalry week, people. Woo! USC yes. and UCLA take on each other this week. Is 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 the rivalry still there? No. Is it still as exciting <laughs> as it used to be? Absolutely no? not. Oh, but we're going to talk about it like it was. <laughs> like sanctions. Heck yes. <laughs> Hammer's not here, yeah. so you're going to have to do the heavy yeah. lifting. I, I will. I feel like you're the resident college football fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ben's going to update us on everything that's been going on with USC and UCLA. Plus, this is the anniversary of the Malice in the Palace. Woo! How many years has it been? 15 years. 15? Wow. 15 years. Yeah. Some of these guys are in their 50s now. Wow. (laughs) I would sure love an update on those guys. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to take a trip down memory lane and uh, remember back fondly to that great (laughs) slice of history. Plus. (laughs) When men were men, Jeff. Yeah. Not soft. That's right. Opposite of soft. Correct. Yeah. That That actually is the defining moment when. The NBA went soft. <laughs> oh, because that's the timeline right well, there. Yeah. I mean, some, David some, Stern, I don't want to jump uh, jump into it, but David Stern from that moment on said, this can't happen anymore. And uh, so it's been getting softer and softer ever since. Soft. soft. It's, a, it's the same thing they said when they introduced the Jordan rules. I feel like every generation before <laughs> yeah. think, yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Ben. Oh, Ben's going to yell at us to get off his lawn <laughs> two or three times this episode. I can just feel it. As long as there's a no uniform it. talk. I love it. Plus, <laughs> Mr. Useless Stat himself, he's uh, going to give us some rapid fire useless yeah. stats, right? Let's do this. I'm not even sure what's coming our yeah, way. I, I don't either. Vic has a ton. <laughs> I hope so. You planned the thing. I hope I have nothing That's to about input. as much prep as Ben did. Yeah, here's a segment. I'm not going to plan for it. <laughs> Also, we'll talk some NFL. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Miles Garrett thinks it's okay to hit somebody with a <laughs> helmet in the head. That's not soft. No, that is it's not stupid. soft. It's it is stupid. It's not. Very it's stupid. not the most advised, oh, yeah. no. well advised thing to do. No. Plus, uh, the Rams got back in the win column, and um, well, the Raiders are still doing well. So, yep, we'll talk about that, and uh, eh, maybe uh, maybe if we have time, Thanksgiving's coming up next week. We'll. We'll discuss that and stuff mm, belly. secrets for stuffing your belly and losing those extra pounds. Afterwards. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Afterwards, though. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. You guys, it rained it in did. L.A. today. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And it was 90 degrees on Monday, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, that, that, that's nuts. <laughs> that, is, that is on brand for Stormwatch fall. 2019. <laughs> yeah. People are f- losing their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Basa. Guys, I'm on my fourth glass of whiskey, and I'm oh, feeling wow. good, guys. Yes. Oh, man. I let's, get wow. a, let's get it started. You started way to slur behind. at the end of the Rams house episode. <laughs> yeah. That's when and you know it's awesome. Ben Garcia. hoop hoo Yes. Good to see you guys, gentlemen. Good to see you. Great oh, to be here. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump right in and talk about uh, Rivalry Week. USC, UCLA. Ben. I know you're not as excited as you used to be about this. No. You used to 
this used to be a huge event. This was like the biggest event. Oh, absolutely. I mean, top yeah. five events of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, every and it was because every year USC was in contention for a national championship. Yeah. And UCLA, who was never really ranked high, always came in and played their best game against USC. And so you always held your breath after the after the Notre Dame game. You'd say, "All right, well, all we got to do is get through UCLA." And so it was always nervous time, and in some cases, SC would come in and run the table, and other times, UCLA would come in and surprisingly beat them. In fact, I think one year, they were ranked second in the nation and came in and, and beat them and, wow. and robbed them of an opportunity to play for a national championship. So this was always a big week. Yeah. Now nobody gives a shit. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> segue, in fact, the only reason why I know that they're playing each other this week is because I happened to come across an article on Yahoo. I don't even read about USC anymore. That's, oh, wow. that's how much I don't care about them. <laughs> I happen to come across is an this, article. Is this you just not having your finger on the pulse of what the rest of no, no, I think city? No, I believe a lot of USC fans have abandoned them. If go, Just look at the stands in their games. I, it I looks like a like, Rams game last season. I don't know. I feel like sometimes- <laughs> We went to the Super Bowl last season. And, what are we talking did, about? Did you guys yeah. fill your stadium? It's a the huge no. stadium. It's huge. You it's a huge stadium. like a million guys in there. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it was built back when they didn't have TV. Uh, I think you guys could back me up. Ben is sometimes guilty of assuming that the rest of the world shares Mom, the Pa-Kansas. same opinions yeah. as he does. Yeah, if they don't, sometimes. they should. Sometimes. <laughs> well, hey, that's neither here nor there. It's that they. It's that I don't know that it's. It's possible that this could still be huge. It's just you've kind of lost touch. You know, here's the difference. You're a little further away from college. Yeah. You're not a Division One athlete anymore. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. you're a little further separated from that. That is true. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it could be that. Here's the difference. I've got a podcast, so I've got the form. I've got the, the <laughs> format to be able to tell you how I feel. That's true. Fair enough. All right. All I right. love it. So let me explain to you why this even came about. I so can't I, wait. I search Yahoo. I talk about it all the time. And so I, I just try to read everything that's interesting. And all I just right. happened to come across an article that said that USC uh, was going to be ranked 20. They, they just finally broke themselves into the top 25 of college football and that they're going to be ranked 23rd when they're playing UCLA this week. And I thought to myself, what a joke. You know, like, <laughs> the fact that there's an article being written that they broke into the, the top 20, 25. Yeah, like yeah, this wow. is USC yeah, football, that's, right? right. That's and so I was like, oh my God, this is the end of the season, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, anyway, I did a little bit of homework and, and they've, I think they've won four or five games, uh, for their last five games. Uh, the last game they came out and they, they, it was the full, the first time they played a full game, meaning that offensive, de- de- offensively, defensively, okay, and the scoreboard reflected together. it. Yeah. Okay. So going into the UCLA game, I think that SC is running on all cylinders or firing on all cylinders. And UCLA on the opposite side has sort of, you know, they, they've had some games where this season you go, wow, this is that turning point. There was a, a game earlier in the season where they were down, I think, three or four touchdowns and then in five consecutive possessions, wow. they ended up scoring touchdowns wow. and won the game. And so I remember it that week saying, you know, this is going to be the week that UCLA breaks out and then they have a stinker the following week and they've been sort of playing 500 ball. And so what I, what I can tell you is this, is that UCLA and USC, they always play each other tough. Okay. And so I think that this is going to be a statement game for Chip Kelly and for his UCLA Bruins. This is going to be the opportunity. I think this is Chip's full, second full season that he's going to be able to come in and tell recruits, you know, we've now beat USC twice. You know, we are building, this is what the future of the program is going to look like. So I think that this is important for UCLA. 
to to make a statement in this game. And as a USC fan, I hope that USC gets their asses kicked because <laughs> as a USC <laughs> fan, is. like last year, I feel like this is going to have to be the game that finally somebody from USC takes a step back and says, Clay Helton isn't the guy. Mm-hmm. So that then takes me down another rabbit hole oh, is no. what, what's going to happen with Clay Helton. So there's a lot going on with USC right now. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, um, USC got a new president of the oh, university, yeah. and yeah. I think this was about a year ago, yeah. and it was because of all of the negative publicity that's been happening at USC. Right. And so just to remind you, here are some of the things that they've had to go through. So in the last two years, they uh, they had a, a gynecologist on, on the USC campus that was sexually assaulting women oh, gosh, that's at, right. the, at the university. Uh, they had the dean of the medical school uh get caught in you know he's a meth addict oh, wow. <laughs> i don't know if you remember that <laughs> i don't remember I don't that remember one no then you've got the usc basketball adidas uh, issue where adidas was paying assistant coaches oh. to then funnel certain recruits to certain universities so like you know usc was one of the schools where the assistant coach i think he's getting jail time for it yeah wow and then you've got the Lori laughlin varsity blues issue where usc now is admitting college students because they're getting paid on the back end so there's all of these things that are going on at the university so i, I kind of want to point out that you know christine for her i think is her name christine um Christine I'm sure Fult. That's it. Or, I'm sorry, Car- uh, Carol Fult is the, Not is even the new close. president. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. So, so, so her main focus right now is really to navigate USD through these types of scandals. And I don't think she's really too concerned about what's going on on the football field. And then, you know, with some of these being athletic scandals, they get rid of their athletic director and they bring in Mike Bond, who's now been on the job for a whole two weeks. So he doesn't have the background with Clay Helton. He doesn't know what's wrong with the football team. You know, he hasn't been watching for a full season or two. Can they replace an assistant coach here? Can they do this? Can they do that? Or is it Clay Helton? Right. So what, what, what I'm reading is that because of the president of the university and with this new AD and the fact that if they got Clay Helton fired this year, they would still owe him $20 million. Wow. The thought is, is that they're going to stick with him one more season yeah. and they're going to probably tinker around with offensive, defensive coordinators, special teams, try to fix it on that end. Uh, They realize that it's not going to help them from recruiting standpoint. I read that they had the same recruiting class as Duke university last year. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrendous what's going on there. And they talk about the mismanagement of, you know, bringing in legacy letterman being the athletic directors and for, you know, 10 years really just dropping the ball on pretty much every big decision. So this is going to be a long road up back for USC and, and everything right now is pointing to, Clay Helton coming back. And the only way that that doesn't happen possibly is if they just go out and get the doors blown off against UCLA. But here's the downside (laughs) is that guys like James Franklin from Penn state guys like uh, urban Meyer, who is sitting in the booth right now from Ohio state, there's not a lot of interest from those two guys. And those would be the guys that you would want to bring in because Mm. you can immediately turn a program around with the right coach. Mm. So if you fire Helton, you pay him 20 million and then you don't have the next guy that could get you over the top. Now you're going to be stuck with another three-year contract and you're going to be doing this two or three years from now and it's right. not going to help recruiting. So UCLA or USC is looking at this, I think, from the standpoint of let's fix our other problems. Let's leave the football team alone. We're just going to let them F it up and we'll leave Helton in, in, in possession and 
and and we'll we'll pay him another ten million next season next season and 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 now at that point possibly have that next coach already had that conversation and know that they're going to yeah. step in before you fire Helton that makes more sense and gotcha. so listen I hate Helton. I just want him to lose. So go UCLA. <laughs> so you're kind of banking wow. on the fact that 2020 is a lost season. I yeah. And come, I, I think that that's the direction that SC is headed. And come 2021, is there anybody in mind that? Uh, well, again, you don't know who's going to be available. I okay. mean, the, the, I mean, the NFL coaching carousel is is one thing, but you know, college football is it's also incestuous, right? And what happens with teams? I mean, I'll use um, Coach O. Right, goes from USC uh, over to LSU, and yep. right now they're ranked second in the nation. Wow! And they they are a great football team, but LSU and the SEC. I'm just using them as the example, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. But let's say that LSU loses a couple of top players next year, and instead of being ten and one and bound for the college football playoff, they sit at seven and four, and they get impatient and they fire coach O. now he's available right yeah. okay so all I i'm see. saying is that you know when a year goes by there are so many things that can happen in the college football season that there's only a couple like dabo sweeney you know he's still going to be there you know nick saban's still going to be there so you know who's available next year at this time we don't know but i mean right now the the big fish is urban meyer and from everything that i've read he's not interested in this job and i don't know mm. if it's because of the infrastructure above being the ad the president or if he's looking at the team and he's just thinking they're a dumpster fire and, you know, he's already older. Yeah. So, you know, does he want to spend seven years to turn this team around or is he looking for a team that just has bad coaching, but good players? Right. Or does he not even want to come back from the, the, the commentating booth? So there's still a lot of questions. And at this point, you know, God bless USC if they bring them back. Cause you know, they're going to have another fan, another year of me not watching them. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't that's, want that. That's what they they're going for. They, they should. They should want me to is watch there, them. Is that's there what I'm saying. Yeah. Any sort of like rainbows and butterflies from aren't aren't you guys using like your second or third quarterback? So at the beginning of the season, their starting quarterback JT Daniels mm-hmm. went down with an injury. They immediately went to their backup, and then he got hurt. And then they started with this new kid named something Clovis or Slovis. And so apparently, throughout the season. He's, <coughs> Again, I'm not watching, right? I'm not watching. I knew who JT Daniels was from last season. (laughs) I know this is a shitty update. I get it. I miss Eric. (laughs) Clovis or Slovis? Something like that. I don't know. But anyway, apparently, statistically, he's been starting to play better, and, and, and maybe he's a building block, but... You know, you got JT Daniels coming back next year, and so whose whose team is it going to be? Uh, the fact is, is that they're not getting five star recruits. Yeah, and and in college football, that's what wins. Yeah. I mean, right now you can see with Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly took the Oregon team to the yeah. cusp of winning a championship. Why? Because he had talent. There you go. At UCLA, he's the same coach. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed philosophies. He hasn't changed his his coaching techniques. But what's the difference? He doesn't have the horses, and so. That's what wins in college football. Right. That's why Nick Saban is there. <laughs> Sorry. What? Wow. Lost oh, wow. I've never seen this. This is like, I can't stop laughing about the Clovis. So He's also on his fourth glass of whiskey. Ah, he ain't driving. I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's not. Oh, that's, you must be drunk. Tears are streaming down my face. 
I can't. You know that I'm tr- I'm sitting here and I'm trying so hard to hold it in, <laughs> and it makes it even worse. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. The, the update's pretty much over. Uh, Go UCLA. Let's, let's, let's talk about let's talk about UCLA though. Yeah. Chip Kelly. Any uh, any updates on them? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, like the King's Room, you don't ever ask a follow-up question. <laughs> you just move along. Honest, I, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you. Like, normally I would be able to answer that question because when, I, when yeah. I'm watching USC football, I am also watching the highlights of every other mm-hmm. Pac-12 team because I want right. to know what we're going to face later in the season and, and who's going to be the, the team that we're going to have to contend with for the Pac-12 South, in the Pac-12 Championship, and potentially who's going to be in the, in the Final Four of, of college football. But because I've tuned out, I haven't followed anything. Yeah, you don't know In fact, exactly to be honest with on. you, I've even taken NC2A football updates off of my phone wow. because I really just yeah. don't care. Wow. I mean, I went into this Man. season thinking it's going to be Bama and Clemson for like the fourth straight year in the in the championship, which I know is not because Tua just got hurt. But right. I, how do I know that? Because I'm watching the <laughs> NFL and, and, and everything is saying he's going to drop in the draft this year. Drop in the draft. Right. So, yeah. so again, I'm getting my NC2A news sort of ancillary through other components, but I haven't been following at all. And I don't care. Well, that's a good thing you're giving us our uh, college football <laughs> Again, then. I miss Eric. And I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing I'll tell you is that I'm I'm 100% honest in the fact that I haven't been paying attention and I'll be the first to admit it. Well, there you go. Well, you speak like you know what you're talking about. I appreciate so, it. Yeah. Good good job, Ben. We appreciate that. Slovis we appreciate <laughs> I couldn't hold it in any longer. You really couldn't. Was, you couldn't hold it in the first time. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, oh, Ben. You're a peach. All right, let's move on. Uh, Malice in the Palace. For those uh, who didn't know that it actually had a name, I remember the event. I didn't know that it had a name. Yeah, until Ben said <laughs> Remind sent the text everyone out. Yeah. about Malice in the Palace. So, Jeff, since you know what it is, why don't you tell us what your thoughts <laughs> well, are on the 15 year anniversary? Picture. No, but I mean, what are your thoughts on the 15th anniversary of it? Uh, well,. Are you calling me out because I didn't read the yeah. article? I feel like. The, <laughs> well, do you, do like you remember? The, uh, do you remember anything of what I happened? remember? Yeah, what do you remember? Ron Artest beating up a bunch of fans and getting in a fight in the stands. <laughs> right. That's the extent of it. Oh, okay. So there's so that was much. Just the beginning. There was so much to unlayer in in yeah. in what actually happened. So the previous season, the 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 Pacers and Detroit Pistons were in the uh, I was going to say the AFC Championship. In, <laughs> yeah, that one. In in the uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it was one of those slug fests. Yeah. It's, it's the slug fest that anybody who loves today's type of basketball looks back and says that was the ugliest type of basketball ever. Fair However, some enough. of my favorite basketball <laughs> right, of all yes. time. I think no, I th- yeah. <clears throat> and so, so those two teams hated each other. In fact, I mean, it was it was like Lakers uh, Celtics. You know, it was like Lakers Kings. I mean, it was a rivalry of rivalries. Yeah. And so the following season, they're playing each other, and it was at the end of the season, and it was it it was in Detroit, and the and the uh, Pacers were up, I think, like fifteen points or something like that. And so there was a play inside where Wallace ends up pushing our test. And I think it was because he was trying to score and it, the game was already out of reach. And it was one of those, like you're not right. respecting the game type of things. Yeah. So he pushes our test right in the face. And this was like with 40 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And so all of a sudden it's like all the players start to kind of react, but it's, it's really nothing different than any other fight you've seen in the NBA. 
our test, somebody pulls him off and he ends up just laying on the scorer's table, cooling off and whatever. And everything starts to cool down until a fan throws his beer at our test. Mm. And so then our test gets up because, you know, he, I mean, at this point he's, he's trying to calm himself down, but you know that like the fire is still, oh, yeah. still there. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody throws a beer at you, you're like, fuck it. I want to hit that guy and yeah. punch yeah. him in the face. Yeah. So he gets up and he runs at the guy who he thinks threw the beer, but it wasn't a guy who threw yeah, the beer. He went, he went after the wrong oh, fan. The wrong guy. <laughs> and of course, then now fans start to come at it. Him, and then he's got teammate. Artesta's got teammates that come in, try to defend him, and it's this and whole throwing, thing. Throwing, yeah, throwing punches too. Oh, yeah, but, yes. but But ultimately, what, what came of it was the fact that Detroit did not hire enough security to keep that from happening. And it was after that moment that if you go to any Staples Center game now, you've got a hundred guys in red oh, jackets yeah, yeah. that surround oh, the, yeah. because the court. That, that fight yeah. went into the court. I mean, there was fans going after players on the on court. On the court, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pandemonium. Like it was close to a riot where if you know They're lucky it only lasted yeah. two minutes. Yeah. They're extremely wow. low. And that nobody because security was seriously wasn't hurt. gonna be able to do anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so the NBA at that moment, they I, I want to say, if I remember right, that they postpone like the next day's games, be, and 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 maybe I'm wrong on this fact, but but I I, I want to say that I remember them actually doing that, so that they could meet with all 30 teams to determine how they were going to handle security for future games to keep something like that from happening, and then moving forward, obviously now you see it's it's been standardized across the NBA. You got the guys in red jackets. I mean, as as timeouts are happening, as quarters happen, they walk onto the court, they turn, and, and you know they got that Secret Service look yeah. where they don't smile <laughs> yeah. at you yeah. because they. I mean, essentially, and I'll be honest. I mean, when you got a, a crowd of nineteen thousand strong, that close to the court too, right? I mean, and but the, I mean, the reality is, is that with nineteen thousand people yeah. in the stands, even if you've got two hundred people in security, right. that isn't going to do anything. But what that does is that show of force will keep those one or two drunk guys from going something. out there and on the yeah. field. Yeah. And and in reality, that's what you need to keep from happening. So right. the NBA learned from that experience. But uh, with respect to the game, uh, that was the first time that anybody had ever been uh, suspended for the remainder of a season. So our test, if I remember right, was suspended 73 games. And I think that's why when he came to the Lakers, he was wearing number 73. As world peace. Oh, yeah. 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 I did not know that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so, so, cause it was in the beginning of the season. It was like yeah. the seventh or eighth game in the season. And then you had uh, a couple other guys from uh, the, uh, the pa- uh, Patriots, gosh dang it, the Pacers mm-hmm. uh, that got like 30 games, 15 games. And then, you know, Detroit had a couple guys because for the most part, Detroit did not go up into the stands. They were trying to be, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, good about it and, and kind of contain everything. So I think uh, Ben Wallace ended up getting like six games. But um, those two guys, Ben Wallace and Artest, hated each other. Yeah. And later on in the season, or later in future subsequent years, they ended up became, becoming teammates. And before they became teammates, I think uh, Jesse Jackson actually had them meet really? the day before. Oh, I didn't know that. To kind of talk through like any issues that they had or whatever. Really? Yeah, but ultimately, what ended up happening is that those two ended up having the mutual respect for each other, yeah. you know, and they ended up playing as teammates, and, and everything was fine after that. But um, to me, that was a defining moment oh, in the NBA it was because crazy dude with with the statement that David Stern made with those those uh, those 
uh, suspensions. Yeah, and I think- and then moving forward, he was very quick to yeah. say, you know, any sort of pushing was like three to five games, and any team look at those types of suspensions as we can't lose our best players for that long without it being a detriment to the season. Yeah, you so can't it leave really, the bench. it really pushed down a lot of those future uh, scuffles. And and nowadays, again, I'm gonna go off my on my soapbox. It's super soft. It's three pointers. <laughs> nobody cares anyway. <laughs> and I don't think any I don't think anybody in the NBA at this point has any interest in throwing punches anymore. So I think they've yeah. completely beat it out of the game. Yeah. And I think initially his Ron Artest um suspension was indefinitely. I think at the end of the season he had to come and talk. If I remember right, he right. had to come and talk to to David Stern to get reinstated back into the NBA. Oh wow. And I think wow. he had to go through like anger class. He had to do all kinds of yeah. stuff to get back in if I remember right. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, I mean he had to change his name. We were fighting. He had to change his name essentially to yeah. get people to kind of by. It's like when Kobe had his rape issue, he goes from eight to twenty-four, and it was mm -hmm. like I'm a new player. Mm -hmm. Our test had to change his name. <laughs> yeah. And 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 here's kind of a fun fact, right? So use our test, and and his name has come up a couple times in the last couple of weeks, not with respect to the malice in the palace, but with the Colin Kaepernick conversation. Yeah. If you think about the just the vile act of what he did at that at that arena right running into the stands punching fans and then you think about what Colin Kaepernick did Colin Kaepernick can't get a job in the NFL yet our test a year later was back in yeah. the NBA yeah you know yeah, and so so I, I think like I think it's there's two things there I think that the NBA is more forgiving than the NFL and I think that you know and, and you know this is debatable, but like with the Colin Kaepernick thing, it's like he is one of those, I think at this point, a fringe player that is probably good enough to play, but you know, it's what you get, the baggage that you get along, right? The Kuta Kente yeah. shirt, you know, right, just right. Uh, we're going to move this 60 miles from where we're supposed to be. And yeah. it, that type of thing, I think really just turns people off. And I think our test did the opposite. Our test, what did he do after that when he wins the championship with the Lakers? He ends up telling you in the interview, like, I think my therapist yeah. Remember? Yeah. Right, then he right. goes on all of these shows and he's he's like, you know what? Therapy was great for me. I went from being this yep. really angry guy to being happy for what I've had. He was apologetic. Was very he honest. changed his name. Very Mike Tyson-esque. He was humble. Yeah. yeah. He was humble. And that's so so I think that Colin Kaepernick could have learned something for being humble. And I think that the NFL can learn something from the NBA that you you need to, you know, give second chances because that's what this country is about. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I think ben. I just heard a bald eagle screech above you guys. Uh, yeah, that's right. Does that mean I can leave now? No. <laughs> no not quite yet. No. Hold on. Useless stat of the week. No, we, yeah, we got to torture you with some useless stats. Although I feel like as long as we're talking about suspensions, this is yeah. kind of too perfect of a segue okay. to not go into the whole Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph thing. So did you see this? Yeah, that Thursday was crazy. That was Miles Garrett. Yeah. That was crazy, yeah. So Kyle Rudolph... It looked like he tried to take off Miles Garrett's helmet, but yeah. was unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. Right. And then Miles Garrett got his helmet off and then bopped him over the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. I, I think that this is a classic case of the NFL protecting the quarterback. If you actually look at the play, he hit the Hold guy on. in the head. <laughs> Hear me out. With, with his the helmet. helmet. Hear me out. <laughs> so you're the quarterback that gets hit with a with with you know an excessive hit late in the game. A game that was already out of reach, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so he has every right to be upset. And you know, 
Miles Garrett has every right. No, no. no. My, uh, Mason, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph. Yeah. has every reason to be upset to that he got Miles hit. Garrett has no reason. So, yeah. so <laughs> he, he reacts yeah. by trying to pull his helmet off. Now yes. that's not the yeah. right that's not the right thing to do. But right. now you've taken a bad situation and you've made it worse. Mm-hmm. Right? So now he gets his helmet ripped off and Miles Garrett is walking away and Mason Rudolph goes charging after him. Right? Again, making yeah, but, it worse. But, but hold on, that he's trying hold to on. get making his it helmet worse. back. Making he wasn't trying to do that. He is. He's if you watch, he's actually literally he, trying to reach. He for easily his could have sat there, waited for Miles Garrett to drop it. He could have gone to pick it up. He well, was charged. Hold on, let me finish. He was charging. He didn't after have him. to take his it, helmet off it, either. When you are in a fight, you're you're letting your your emotions take the best of you. And yes. all I'm saying is that Mason Rudolph was just as involved with that incident happening that Miles Garrett was. Now, Miles Garrett was the one that took the swing that. that was not appropriate, yeah. and he's yeah. lucky that he didn't land cleanly and kill him. Because I mean, if you hit somebody in the temple with a, with a helmet oh, in, yeah. in the right yeah. the right speed like right. that 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 could that could kill somebody. So I'm not in any way excusing what happened, but the thing is, is that I do think that Mason Rudolph should have been suspended for at least a game for his role in it. But the NFL was making a statement. They were saying, "Listen, you we are going to protect the quarterback," and they've been doing See, it, you know, over the last yes, 10 I years. totally agree with that. And yeah. I think that's why he didn't get suspended. But here's the, here's my point: is okay, so let's rewind, right? He tries to take his helmet off, right? He gets up, he he chases him, and to me, it looks like he's trying to grab his helmet back, right? Let's say nothing happens, right? Mm-hmm. The, they're they're separated. The teams go on to their thing. No 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 helmet is thrown. Nobody gets suspended for anything in that. That's yeah. true, right? So why would you suspend the quarterback? Because he was listen. It takes two to tango. Right, but and I'm saying, no, but I'm saying like you take no, away, Vic, you take away. Vic does make a good point. At that nothing point, happens. nobody gets suspended because nothing happened. At the same time, you're right, Ben, in the sense that it's like, uh, you know, you don't, you don't drive down certain neighborhoods at night, right? Because you want to avoid trouble, right? You don't try and rip off a 250 pound guy's helmet when he's in the heat of battle, right? Because right. That could end poorly for you. Absolutely. But at the same time, the I mean, technically, there's no nothing rule. Happened. There's yeah. nothing. Literally, wrong nothing happened. Until Miles Garrett it with the helmet needs to be better than that. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. at the same time, in the law of fighting, as as you're kind of relating it mm-hmm. to, you're right. Mason all, Rudolph all my point is should this. not have. Uh, my point is this: is poked that the, Mason, poked the dragon, uh, uh, not Mason uh, Rudolph, not Rudolph. Um, Miles Garrett was rightfully suspended for the remainder of the season. And we yeah. don't know yet if it's going to go into next right. season. But I mean, at a minimum, I think that the NFL made the right decision in saying this is absolutely inappropriate action. Yeah. And it's going to be uh, ruled upon immediately and you're not going to play anymore. I think that's fine. Right. But I do also think that Mason Rudolph should have at least got one game. And that that would have been for his role in instigating the fact that Miles Garrett had to throw that, not had to, that he actually swung the helmet at him. Because to Jeff's point, if he's not in the vicinity, again, nobody gets suspended. So I do think that by him charging, he should have got one game. But I do I think it's think the so. NFL making the statement saying, we will I do think the that they're, yes, that I totally agree with. But I don't think yeah. you suspend the quarterback. I, I, I think you really suspend Mason Rudolph. I mean, to the point where Mason Rudolph had a, had a lapse of clarity just like Miles Garrett. I mean, he got sacked. I want to say three or four times that game, and he he it just just got off his rocker. 
right. for the fact that you know what, if you're going to go ahead and penalize uh, Miles Garrett for an entire season, at least, at least you can go ahead and penalize Mason Rudolph for one but, game. But I think, I think Vic, Vic actually explained it perfectly. <clears throat> if everything ended. At, at the point before the helmet was thrown. hit over nothing the head, nothing happens to anybody. Nothing happens no to anyone. No one gets no suspended. Oh, yeah. there, there's yes, probably yeah. a uh, what but, do you call it? A, so a 15 then, yard uh, yeah, roughing the passer. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's so nothing. Then why should Mason Rudolph be suspended if if nothing is if no one's suspended up to that point? Why should he be suspended because he got hit over the head with his own helmet? Okay, Jeff. Let me let me put it in these terms. Okay, you and I are out. Right, we're playing basketball. And, and you piss me off. And so I, I push you right in the chest, uh-huh. right? And you are going to come over and you're going to take the basketball from me. You're not going to attack me, but you're going to come and take the basketball from me. I mean, in the heat of that moment, right after I've pushed you and you know that I'm pissed at you. Uh-huh. And right as you come at me, I think that you're coming at me. So I, li- I lay you out. Uh-huh. You don't think that you've got any fault in that where maybe you should have taken a step back and said, no, eh, why? I'm not going to go. <laughs> You should be suspended for being stupid. Of course. Not suspended. Of of course. I got... That's why... But my penalty is my injury. Right. My penalty is getting... Uh, beat, uh, beat up <laughs> in the face. My penalty isn't that I that's get like, suspended. That's like this. That's like this. The, the cops come, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're taking... Okay, uh, Ben, immediately. There's no trial or jury. It's just like, Ben, you're getting five days in jail. Yeah. Jeff, you're getting one day in jail. Yeah, I think it's fair. Hell no. I think yeah. it's fair. No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, agree to disagree. You yeah. know what? This is hate couch against the yeah. rest of you. It is. I it love is. it. No, Vic, I'm with you on this one. No, I, I'm with Ben. Oh, of course. Cheers, you hate are. couch buddy. Cheers. <laughs> Darren's drunk. This, this poor Vic, let's, let's, He's like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah. I need a refill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is getting off the rails quick, uh, Jeff. Come on, get us back. Yeah. I'm still laughing about Mason or Clovis and Slovis. Slovis. Neither of those Blazer. are even names. Like a... Slovis is his last name. It's, his... it's oh, it's Keaton Slovis. Yeah, Slovis or Clovis. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. All right, all right. Let's talk some some more NFL. Uh, Rams got back in the win column. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, Not a pretty win, but it wasn't pretty, but it was still a win. A the win. offensive line uh, looked better than they have. It's a slump and, buster, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I think> so <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chicago this season is kind of a grenade that you jump on, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's a slump buster. Um, but uh, <laughs> have we, you ever jumped on a a grenade for anybody, Jeff? That, that's <laughs> that's not for this show. Because <laughs> all the answers is yes. Because <laughs> if the answer was no, he'd be like, absolutely not. I've never done that. You should have just said Clovis and Slovis and moved yeah. on. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah, leave that in the air. <laughs> leave that to your imagination. But uh, Darren and I over on the Rams house posted a poll on Twitter and wanted to get your thoughts. Nice. Let's hear it. So there's been a lot of discussion about Jared Goff and his uh, lack of um, ability. Yeah, living up to the contract. There's yeah, when he's under pressure on uh, certainly with this offensive line. Yes. Well, I feel like and so he's he's the Ray Finkel of quarterbacks. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. No, good to see somebody who doesn't buckle under the pressure. (laughs) Oh yes, yes he is. You're right. Um, so we posted a poll. Yeah. If you could take a mulligan in the 2016 NFL draft, what would you do at the quarterback position? So this was when 
the Rams traded all their picks away for the next 20 years mm-hmm. to move up to number one. Number one. So they could take either Jared Goff or Jared Goff Who? or Carson Wentz. So option Slow one, ride with Jared Goff. <laughs> okay. Option two, take Carson Wentz instead. Okay. Or option three, keep all of those picks and take Dak Prescott, who went later in that same draft in the fourth round to the Cowboys. So that's that's a tough question, and, and that's an impossible one to answer because you never know when you're drafting what's going to end up turning. But out. you're getting a mulligan, so I, I understand. Being so if you know what's going to happen, I I still think you go with with Goff. Really? Wow! Whoa! Wow! I How am that? shocked. I'm trying to you do the math that. on that. Listen, really? Giving up all those picks? Here's here's the thing. And Dak Prescott, how he's been for the last few seasons? Yeah, I I think. I think it was the right move at the time for the Rams. And it was you guys were moving from yes. St. Louis to LA. Yes. You guys needed that kick in the ass and you needed that number one pick. Now, whether or not he was the right person or not, you needed the headline, the headline the splash. You needed yeah. fans to go, this team now has got a number one quarterback. We're going to follow him. So I think in that respect, that was the right decision. I'm shocked you're saying me. Hold too, on. Let me finish. Yeah. And so that first bias. season, again, Jeff Fisher. Things didn't turn uh, out well. We know how it ended, but then you get guy. you get uh, McVeigh, mm-hmm. and and when you get a new coach that comes in, particularly with a quarterback that was not hand selected by him, more often than not, he plays until his guaranteed money's run out, and then they go back to the draft and they go get somebody else. But I do think that Jared Goff, especially in his second and third seasons, proved to all of his detractors that he is a legitimate NFL quarterback. He can make passes in tight windows. He's got, he throws a great spiral. I think, you know, over time he's going to learn to read defenses a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think he doesn't get out of, he, he doesn't audible enough because he still, he, he still doesn't quite understand how things are, where, where the, where the, the blitzes are coming. But I do think that he's a smart kid. He's going to figure it out. Now, where I think the Rams made a mistake was offering him the contract that they did a year before they had to. Yeah. And had they just stayed status quo, finished the season with him, you would have seen him at the end of this season. Guess what? You could recon- we could resign him, but you're not going to resign him for the money that you did. Or if he decides to walk because he thinks he's worth $25 million a season, you go back to the draft and you redraft, and you're still able to keep some of the players now that you've had to get rid of. But, But I do think that if you go with a fourth round or fifth round, whatever Dak Prescott was, you don't make the splash here. Maybe you don't get the fans. And, and, and you know, without Ezekiel Elliott, now here's the difference. You have Todd Gurley here, mm-hmm. but Ezekiel Elliott was also a young guy who was able to take a lot of snaps and, and Gurley has as well. So it might have worked out well for Dak, but you don't know. You know, you don't know how, how that would have turned out. I think Goff was the right guy at the time, and I wouldn't have made that. I, w- oh. I would have I would have made that exact same decision. I go with Dak. Really? Uh, Keep those picks. You got I, all of those picks. It, you go with Dak. This is you're able to yeah. rebuild from you know the the offensive line. You might have been able to got, get some really yeah, good picks for exactly. that offensive line because yeah. let's be honest, Dak Prescott. We don't know how he would be with this offensive line that the Rams now have, right? Because yeah. the, the Cowboys have an amazing offensive and line. and the Rams had an ama- amazing offensive line up until the last year, last year where yeah. they had to yeah. you know. Uh, let some Saffold people go. Went, and, yeah. Um, Sullivan went. Yeah. yeah. And didn't you have the old guy retire? Or was he back this year? Um, no, he's still back. Uh, Wentworth. Wentworth, yeah. Wentworth yeah. is still there. So 
I don't think that the offensive line was a problem. And and then here's the other thing is that when you do draft higher, you have you guarantee more money to positions that ne- shouldn't necessarily Yeah, but it wouldn't equal what they just paid Goff, I don't think. Cuz you're not going to get these high these players that are in these, you know, uh spotlight positions, you know, you Agreed. know what I'm saying? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I I go with Dak. Uh, this is the rare instance. I Darren and I shocked. both agree. I'm we, shocked. We both went with Dak. Yeah. Also, and yeah. and this is an instance where I feel like normally I would take your side, the more business side, because a hundred percent that that's <clears throat> why they did it was to make that splash. Uh, it was it was a flashy it. move to do moving to L.A. But if you look at the last couple of years with the offensive line, we could have put. We could have put Dak Prescott there, back there, and I think he would have been just as good as Jared Goff. And now this season, we see kind of a little more what Jared Goff is. And maybe Dak isn't as good as Jared Goff, but we kept all those picks. And who knows yeah. what our team would look like with with all those picks. But uh, let's see what the uh, viewers or the listeners or the followers said. Uh, number three was Carson Wentz. They all said that was. He is so injury prone. Yeah, that was ten percent. Yeah, he hasn't even lasted. He a, got ten percent of the vote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in second place was Dak Prescott with twenty four percent. Everyone unanimous or not unanimously, but overwhelmingly, with sixty seven percent agree with Ben. Yeah, yeah. stick wow. with golf. Yeah, yeah. like that- I said, I, I for the money that you guys were paying him those first three seasons, he was worth every penny. And. I, I think that the un, the the undue pressure that was placed on him with that contract, with the fact that uh, Todd Gurley now is has has got that lingering knee issue, yeah, the offensive true. line has been beat up. You've had some you know def, uh, d- detractors where they they've they've left the team. Um, just I think a lot of that makes makes it very difficult for a quarterback to do his job well. And and we all know that that where he lacks is he doesn't really know how to throw under pressure yeah. and. All those things have created the perfect storm where every time he drops back now, he's having to contend with somebody in that pocket. Yeah. And so I, I think that the Rams still have that guy. I still think that, you know, they if they address some of those issues on the offensive line, uh, potentially draft the next running back or, 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 you know, maybe bump somebody up to be the guy that's now going to carry. Backups, yeah. I mean, here's, here's the thing. And when you become an aging running back, like Todd Gurley, and, and I don't know how old he is, but his knee is probably 50. Um, <laughs> that when, especially when, when you're still, when you still have tank in the gas or gas in the tank that, you know, you go to become a third down back. Right, you get that young kid that's going to carry on first down. He's going to carry on second like the down. Raiders. And, and when you get that third and two, you mm-hmm. can rely on that crafty veteran to find the hole. And and if he can transition to that, I think that by fixing offensive line and getting yourself a young, reliable running back yeah. and getting back to committing to the run, I think that now you put Goff in that position that he was last season, where he can sit back with all t- all day. To, to, to pick apart you know the the secondary of any defensive team and and he's a good enough quarterback where he can do that and I think that that's the reason why I would have him back as the Rams quarterback in that draft Wow all right there you go I'm I'm shocked I am I'm too shocked, yeah I am too but good stuff Ben thanks for uh, your support you're welcome glad, uh, glad glad we made the right decision <laughs> although if Ben agrees maybe it was definitely the wrong decision <laughs> until next weekend for more on until that check week. out the Rams house. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, ben, you want to talk any Raiders while we're talking football? It's funny. We did the Rams house before this, so and I, and I talked a little Raiders already, but um, we're, we're going to face the Jets this upcoming week. It's our last home game. I think we, this is the fourth straight home game because we were basically away the first half of the season. Okay. Uh, the, the Jets uh, are going to be a formidable opponent. Uh, they, they took a shit the first part of the season because um, Sam Darnold was out with Mono. <clears throat> and Mono. You know, they've spent the rest of the season really essentially just trying to kind of piece together any semblance of a winning program. Because at this point, it's not about this year's playoffs. It's building for next season. And I think that Adam Gase has been able to really not lose the team. And so, you know, they're be, they've been competitive every week. They went out and yeah. they, they beat the the Miami Dolphins, and so I I, I don't think that the that the Raiders are going to just walk in and win by two touchdowns. I think it's going to be a hard fought game, but I do think the Raiders are going to walk away victorious, which would make a seven and four going into Kansas City for Week Thirteen, and that's essentially going to be the hear all say all about the NFC or AFC West. If the Raiders can go in and defeat the chiefs, then they've split the season series at one, one, then it goes to the next tiebreaker, which is probably division record. And the Raiders have been playing well within the division. We've already beat Denver. We've beat the chargers. Uh, we will have beat the chiefs. And then we still need to see those three teams later in the season. So it's about how they finish. But I mean, at this point, uh, 10 games into the season, I'm happy that uh, the Raiders are where they're at because at the beginning of the season, I never in a million years would have guessed that this is where they would be at this point in the season. So uh, John Gruden seems to have found an identity. I think the team has rallied around the fact that they got uh, shit on by Antonio Brown in the beginning of the season. Uh, I also think that the Raiders are, it's not really quite time yet, but uh, I think they can claim victory on the Khalil Mack trade in next season if they can turn this around Ooh, into yeah. a twelve and four, yeah. twelve and four record. Because yeah. I mean, right now they're trending up, the Bears are trending down. Uh, you know, you can never say who won or who lost until that contract is complete. You know, so it's got four more seasons or three more seasons until Khalil Mack is 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 a free agent. But uh, I like I like my chances right now, and uh, I think we go uh, seven and four. And I think we give the Chiefs everything they can handle in week 14. Oh, it's amazing just man. hearing Ben yeah. say 7-4 ben is for so <laughs> Rainbows and butterflies and happy <laughs> Raiders. See, look, I'm not even protecting myself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even know you anymore. They still make too many mistakes for my liking. Too, too many penalties, too many no. uh, ill-advised. Yeah, that's Raider uh, football. It, it, right now it is, but, but that needs to get cleaned up <laughs> if we make noise in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good stuff. Vic, uh, do you want to talk about uh, your team's big loss over the weekend in fantasy football? <laughs> yes, actually, I do. I do. I, 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 I did lose, and um, you got like I said, polished in fantasy football by this guy. Yeah, yeah, and like I said um, in, in our in our text thread, uh, that's just pretty much how my season should have went. So it's no big deal. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm not going to be in that Gump bottom squad that you have. Yeah, I'm not going to be in that bottom four. It's all that matters. Yeah, no, that, that is all that matters. If I lose my yeah. next two games, I'm still in the winner's yeah. bracket. So, so you're I'd saying like, you're not really a true number three or no. a true number two? No, I, I should be like in fifth or sixth place. For more on, uh, oh, we already said more on the Rams. Go to the Rams house and football is great. And uh, yeah, all that. Hey, uh, we have a few minutes left. I feel like we should talk about Thanksgiving. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, we're. Uh, full disclosure, not going to be here next week. Yeah. So apologize ahead of time. Back in the day, we probably would have put out a best of episode, but 
I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Don't have we time. don't edit anymore, don't have time so we don't have anything to pull from. <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's true. Because we do it right the first time. That's right. That's ah. right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Thanksgiving's next week. Darren, you mentioned you were thinking about frying a turkey or something, right? Yeah, I've been kind of- uh, Do it. You know what? Uh, for the last, do you do Thanksgiving at your house? I do. Oh, we don't. I do a few Thanksgivings. I kind of do uh, the rounds. I'm, I don't know about you guys. Same here. I, I visit my parents. I visit her parents. I visit her sister. So we're kind of going all over the place. Thankfully, we're all in Southern California. But I'm the guy who kind of takes care of the turkey. I roast a turkey. I, I think I pr- do a pretty mean turkey. I've been doing yeah. it now for the last six years or so. Nice, nice. But it's always been roasted. Okay. And yeah. I've gotten to the point where I've kind of considered should i deep fry yes. it or not yeah, yes oh yeah the answer is yes oh it. it's delicious yeah. and, and you'll that, never go back to roasting it again and yeah. that's what i hear and i don't know if i should go ahead and take that approach this year that's roasting or uh, frying, frying it is okay. number one smoking it is yes. actually i, I thought two. about smoking yes. it but and then roasting true. it is third Here, here's the thing though if you do decide to deep fry it there's a couple of things that i would recommend okay the first one is, is that you, you you do it in an area that uh if it catches fire you can put it out so don't do it like <laughs> in a patio or inside the house all right yeah. uh the second thing is is that you want that thing to be a hundred percent defrosted yeah and yes. dried off okay because if you put it in with any sort of water it's going to cause that oil to go over yeah and uh and that's not a good thing so yeah, there- if you've never done it just make sure you do those two things and you should be okay and get one of the newer the electric ones the electric deep fryers because they actually have oh, safety things involved, okay. like the the cord comes off easily, um, and it has uh, other safety. Fe- I'm trying to think what the other safety features are, but they have other safety features that you can do with those. With the, it's like the big box. It's not the circular ones that you see all yeah. the fire things. I see come the circular from. ones. Yeah, yeah. No, get get one of the more expensive electric ones. That you've got the in. money. Dude. Yeah, just yeah, fine. You, you got, got some money. Some money. You're yeah, fine. you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, import some oil from uh, Arabia or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. peanut oil. Yeah. And and yeah. by the um, God, now I wish I would. I don't know why I didn't look this up before, but there's a a, the a, a marinade, yeah, the yeah. injectable marinade. That's, oh yeah, 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 dude, put that as as many places on that bird as you can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so full good, of this dude. Yeah, and just stick it's it in. Good. Just stick it in. <laughs> yeah, do it. Shoot it inside. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, it looks like I just might go ahead and uh, yeah, deep it's fry so much easier. To, it's yeah. faster. It's easier. It's it's just everything's better about it. Was yeah. it take, like twenty minutes or so? But depending on the size of the yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, look up a recipe. We don't need to waste everybody's time with that. But yeah, do it, do it, all right. Do it. Fry the turkey. The, Mom and the Dad whole family I'm will coming love it. over with a deep fried turkey. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what you're talking about losing weight because uh, one of the traditions that we have in my office is that we used to go to just Lucille's that Wednesday for lunch right before Thanksgiving. And it was kind of the opportunity for all the boys to go out and grab some barbecue. And then we wouldn't go back to the office cause the bosses would let us go. Yeah. <laughs> we sit <laughs> nice. in the patio right there in long beach, smoke cigars and drink whiskey until like five o'clock and then go home. So that was, that was our tradition. Well, about two years ago, our, our bosses decided to hijack that, right? So they're like, Oh, that's a great idea. Well, why don't we all uh, go and whatever? So that geez. has now been, we still go, but it's it's not the same. Yeah. Right? yeah. So so then 
two years ago, we decided that Tuesdays now we're going to be, uh, <laughs> so we do deep dish pizza. Oh, nice. <laughs> so Tuesday, we do the deep dish pizza, just the boys, we hang out. Um, unfortunately, we do have to go back to the office. Right. But yeah. still. Uh, but it's our opportunity to just get together, get away from the bosses, do our thing. And yeah. Nice. We do Lucille still on Wednesday, and then we eat on Thursday. So that's that's important stuff. It's stretching yeah. stretching the stomach out. Yeah. So by the time <laughs> Thursday rolls around, of Thanksgiving, it's been greased and ready. Yeah. No, that's really? good. Yeah. Is that your game plan? Because oh, I yeah. usually starve myself for about twenty four no, hours. No, 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 no. Because I it know wrong. I have to hit up multiple spots. You're doing it wrong. Think about you're this way, right? Wrong. What do you do for a bachelor party when you're not going to go drink? You drink a little you, bit you every pre-game. day. Yeah. To get that tolerance yeah. up, same. You got to stretch your stomach out, and it starts the week, the whole week before. Let, you up. know what? When you used you to date, your sweats when all when, hey, you, when you used to this? date in high school. Uh, absolutely, that's next level <laughs> stuff. That's next level stuff. You're getting ahead of the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing it wrong. You are doing it way wrong. No, you got to stretch the stomach out. That's anatomy 101, my friend. <laughs> It's this science. is why obesity is rampant in the United States. Oh, <laughs> yes. But luckily, we'll we super, have Victor here because you've got some tips on on how to lose some pounds. Oh, I have one thing. Cheap. One thing. Yeah. On the yes, cheap. that's the key. Yeah. That's the key. So so you can go out and spend all that money on a fryer. Yeah. And yes. the money that I'm, you're going to spend Say, there, yes. you're going to save on a gym membership. Oh, and peanut oil. Don't forget, it has to be peanut oil. Of course. All right. Okay. All right. Yes. So anyways. So yeah. So- um. Uh, you know, I I don't know how many gym memberships I've had. We own like the um those DVDs. The I don't know some. We have a whole bunch of those workout DVDs. The Cindy Crawford workout videos. Yeah, from the eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they work anymore, but you know, whatever. Are they on VHS. Oh, VHS. Yeah. <laughs> on VHS. Yes. <laughs> and uh, those things are expensive. Like you know those. Uh, sure. They're just really expensive. But I got some P ninety X. I can give you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We have that. We actually have that series. We did too, a long time ago. Yeah, but um, uh, my wife decided that she wanted to lose some weight. You know, she's you know after two babies and and uh, just you know uh, uh, a long time since she's been losing weight. She she really wanted to get back in shape for her own for her own good. And and um, I told her I go, why don't you go? Because she was going to go. We were going to join another gym and buy some more DVDs. And I'm like, why don't you just go look on YouTube? There's got to be people on YouTube that do workout videos, yeah, right? Yeah. There are a million oh, that bet. are completely free. You don't ever have to pay for anything. Wow. And she's already lost 15 pounds. Wow. Um, obviously oh, eating. Great. Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. she's completely changed her eating her eating habits. She's doing a great job. Um, I have not been... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have not been that strict with eating. I, I've, I've, you know, I've tried to do better. Um, and uh, I joined her a little late and I'm not, she's like, she's like a workout freak right now. Like every single day she has to work out. Oh, you know good. What I mean? Yeah. So it's awesome. And I'm not that serious about yeah. it, but I've lost six pounds. So you're not going to send news it. to Eric? I will. <laughs> Give me another month. <laughs> In your Speedos. That really no. made me uncomfortable. She's <laughs> like, we send nudes. Uh, what do you say? Uh, graceful nudes to each other. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> if by okay. nudes you mean of my feet with a weight scale, yes. But, you know, nothing else, man. Maybe I'm not cropping it right. Who knows? <laughs> oh, oh, that was a bad oh. image in my head right now. <laughs> of the feet and not cropping it. <laughs> you got a little ahead of Prince Albert there hanging out, you know? <laughs> a little out of focus, but you get it. <laughs> 
It's a ride. Oh, Benjamin. Oh, good Lord. Uh, I don't even know. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you there know, you what, go. here's the great thing is that there's you could do from beginners to 10 minutes to 20 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour to advanced to mediocre, whatever you want, with weights, without weights. You could find everything yeah. there, and it's yeah. all yeah. free. So after you had Darren's delicious fried turkey – you can you can go ahead and yeah. uh, throw away the gym membership and you know what that it's smart because if there's one thing I've learned in in working out and and observing people who work out is you get into something and you're like oh my gosh this is amazing and six months later a year later oh, yeah. you're over it you know and so you and so if it's free you have no investment and in your in house it. and you can move on to the next free thing yeah like the next like flavor of the yes. week. But think of all the people that are buying Pelotons right now. And oh. Nothing against the Pelotons. <laughs> Those I'm are sure they're rip. great. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they're amazing. But you did mark stage four my the Tour de France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In six months, you're going to be over your Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> That's a ben, great visual ben for is, everybody listening, Ben. Yeah. He's, he's on his Peloton right it's, now. Yeah, <laughs> showing us the visual of the Peloton. But everyone's going to be over it, and uh, it's going to be collecting dust in your corner. Yeah. I'm, I'm Not to be a hater. I feel like that's usually Ben that does that. But but that's what happens. You hey, get over the club. it. It's like the Bowflex or the Abdominizer all that, yeah, or yeah. the- Spending like all that 300 stuff. bucks spend on all a that gym money on uh, membership. Yeah. 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 Might as well over. wake up in the morning. Just Seriously. go ahead and Do flip on the, the video and yeah. you're done. It's awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. In the so comfort awesome. of your Good call, home. Vic. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, no, no problem. Do you have any you suggest? Any... You know, I don't remember. There, there's a oh. set that we do do. And yeah, it's, again, um, no follow up questions. You do no <laughs> follow up questions. <laughs> well, no, there's a there's there is a series that we follow, but I I, I don't I'm not the one that found it. She's the yeah. one that actually found it, so yeah. I never searched for it. I just whatever she picks, I just do with her. Yeah. So I don't really know what the name is, but yeah, we'll tweet it out or something. There you go. Yeah. Is it Aaron Carter <laughs> doing gymnastics? What the hell? <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just, you know what I'm thinking to myself with that explanation? Yeah. <laughs> no, I have it, no idea. That it's some guy doing something, and Vic's like, well, I didn't search it out, but I, I just watched it, you know? <laughs> Aaron Carter before the face tattoo. Oh, before my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Is that, <laughs> is that one of the Backstreet Boys? It's his brother. Oh, God. All right. I think. All right. You know what? We got a few minutes left, and you know what? <laughs> I blew completely past Vic's useless stats. Oh, I forgot about him. Too. Yeah, we need to do some useless <laughs> stats. So we're gonna we're gonna end this episode. It's like the it galaxy update, right? Great enough with some useless stats. And useless if these if these are really week. useless, we're just gonna end the episode and you're done. All but, right. But if they're useless, eh, then we'll right. keep and going. slightly Fair interesting. Enough. We'll keep All right. Going. Nice. All right. Here we go. Wait, you Wait, need yeah. an intro, Ben. Oh. Useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. Yes. That was good. Oh, that was, he put some stank on that. Oh, yeah. That was really good. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Yes. All right. Cody Bellinger is now the first player in Dodgers history to win a Rookie of the Year award, a Gold Glove award, and an MVP award. He is only 24 years old. And he batted 201 in the playoffs. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he did. Wow. Congrats. Congrats to him for winning the MVP. And to Mike Trout. Trout. For winning the MVP on a completely irrelevant team. pretty much win it every year as far as I'm concerned. Uh, He almost has, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Agree to agree. 
right, here I, we go. I feel like that was fairly useful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Navy confirmed that UFO videos posted by Blink-182 rocker Tom DeLonge, I'm not exactly sure. DeLonge, yeah. DeLonge, okay. Uh, are real Tom and should Clovis. not have been released. And I don't know if you've seen these videos, oh, yes. but they're it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like these Air Force pilots are flipping out on half. They don't know what the hell they're tracking. If you get a chance, you should Google it. So they're I in the have cockpit seen tracking them. something or? Yeah. And it's, 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 they're like, they're like, what the hell is it? Cause it's going so fast. Like the, the, the computer whiskey. above the jet had to keep resetting to go ahead of it to try to keep track of, of tracking it. It couldn't okay. track it. It was going so fast. It wasn't CGI. <laughs> no, <laughs> no CGI, Ben. I don't believe anything. You don't <laughs> nothing, wait, wait, anything at all, or in no, UFOs. W- with respect to like videos that prove that there's UFOs, because oh. CGI is so good, and you can post it that you know, or, or what do you call it when you work after? But why do recorded? that? What's the motivation? Well, no, but you know, the Navy came out and it's, said it's, these are actual videos right. that were not supposed to have been released. Right? Yeah. yeah. But why would they? <laughs> you know, why would they do that? They're are they? <laughs> Drumming up business for the alien jerky on the way to Vegas yeah, or something? They probably oh, want us to spend more in defense. <laughs> go ahead and yeah. continue. All right, here we go. LeBron James becomes the first player to have a triple-double against every NBA team. Oh, that's not useless. It is The UFO useless. one was useless. <laughs> that's, that's exciting. That's relevant. Yeah. That's, that's great news. If he was on any other team, it'd be useless. But he's on the Lakers. Useful. All right. If he had a different girlfriend in every city, then I would be like, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, but, oh. No, honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who cares? Fair enough. Who, fair enough. Yeah, all right. Fair go enough. ahead. Mo Berg, the strangest man to ever play baseball, who spoke several languages and found a post-baseball career as a U.S. spy during World War II and was ordered to kill Werner Heisenberg if the Nazis came close to building a nuclear bomb. Walter White? He's going to kill Walter White? Wait, what? Yes. That's the only thing I got out of it. Heisenberg. <laughs> An ex-Major League Baseball player became a spy, pretty much, is the oh, story behind yes. that. Oh, yes. <laughs> and was ordered to kill Yeah, a, not, a very Why are we blowing Nazi. past that at the end of the show? <laughs> That's a useless. whole episode right yeah, there. completely stack. useless. No, yeah. I want that on the yeah. next episode of Clouded. <laughs> There's growing evidence that the universe is connected by giant structures. Scientists are finding that galaxies can move with each other across huge distances and against the predictions of basic cosmological models. Man, you have to say that's useful because you sound like, you know, an idiot if you don't, but I don't care. <laughs> I can't even comprehend what you just yeah, said. I, I don't either. Was that English? Did I catch a uh, niner in there? Some people might say that that wasn't. I'm okay. just saying. Uh, the IRS tried to hide emails that show tax industry influence over free file program. After ProPublica sued the IRS, the agency released emails that showed it has allowed the tax preparation industry to write the rules. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> what the heck? So you can get your, you could literally get your um, taxes done for free through the government. Really? Most people don't know this. Yeah. You know what I don't get? Why, but it's why, hidden. Why people like us pay taxes, but like a company like Microsoft has zero tax liability I at know, the end of crazy. the year. Yeah, they do. Well, so I don't know. Is it federal or is it state? Because I think with like the Amazon thing in New York with the uh, Ocasio Ortez or Cortez or yeah. whatever her name is, she she's been criticized for for pushing Amazon out of making headquarters two in New York, mm-hmm. and it, and it was because. I think the city of New York was going to basically tell them that they didn't have to pay any state tax okay. to get them there. 
but she was like, no, we, we want them to do that. But the way the state looks at it is you're bringing in jobs mm-hmm. and you're, and you're stimulating the economy. And so, you know, that in itself by hiring these employees that work in the state of New York are going to be paying income tax. So therefore they shouldn't have to pay actual tax. So it, it all depends on, on, on what you're looking at there. And so I, I don't listen, I'm not saying that these companies shouldn't pay, but there are, I mean, these are incentives that are brought up by the states and cities yeah. that they're, you know, creating headquarters in. Yeah, very true. Uh, interesting. The weirdest idea in quantum physics is catching on. There may be endless worlds with countless versions of you. Get out of here. Is that Sheldon Cooper? Did he come up with that? <laughs> Sheldon, <laughs> Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> I want to see Ben meet himself and then debate himself. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <gasps> and then fight himself. That might just be the end of the world right there. I want to see. I throw down. I want to see forty-two-year-old <laughs> Ben meet twenty-three-year-old. Ben. Oh, twenty-four or forty-two-year-old Ben would get his ass kicked. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I was a specimen when I was twenty-three. <laughs> I got more ass in the toilet seat back then. So I'm just saying. <laughs> what? What age? Okay, let's reverse engineer it. At what age could you kick your ass? Going backwards. What's the youngest oh, age? Okay, like I see what you're saying. 18? 35. No, 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 no. You right now okay. uh-huh. could kick your ass at what age oh, 14, young wise? Going 17. backwards from 23. So not 23, not 22. I'd say probably 18? 20. Oh, I'd 20? 20, yeah. Okay. So you could kick 20-year-old Ben's ass. Yeah, because I'm okay. a crafty veteran. But I mean, when 21, 22, 23, that was my, that was my swimming prime. That was when I was in the best shape. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no way I would have contended. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you're, you're still a oh, man. athlete in my eyes. Vic, I always <laughs> All right, last one. Do you have anything u- more useless than that? One more. Okay. This is way useless. I just found out that if you Google Clovis and Slovis- oh. Oh. Nothing really pops up. Oh, oh this guy. It's because that's not a thing. Ben. Keaton Slovis. Slovis. Yeah, only only that dude, his last name would pop up. No, nothing yeah. with Clovis and Slovis. Slovis or Slovis. Yeah. Or... I was very disappointed. Again, oh. this is what happens when you completely disassociate your team from a team yeah. you used to like. And totally. Thank you, Coach Helton, yeah. for providing me time back on Saturdays yeah. to spend with my family. Thanks for all the prep that you put into that segment that you suggested. And, and another year of him. Yeah. Honestly, I do hope at this point he stays. You know what? Yeah. You know, go USC. Yeah, I do enjoy. Wow. I do enjoy my free Saturday. You there love you and you love hating stuff. So there you go. I would prefer to win. Listen to me with the Raiders update. Look how happy that I is. Am. True. It is. It is nice to see you happy with the Raiders. Yes, yeah. that is. That is true. All right. The only team that's really well, I guess the Lakers are the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Still yeah. early though. Still early. So I yeah. understand your hesitation. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to get out of here. We're Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts Pod and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. Also, we're on Facebook, Reddit, 562-450-3356. You can leave a voicemail for us. Uh, ask any questions. We'll answer them here on the show. Also, review us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Five stars and then talk about how amazing and well <laughs> Polished we are as a podcast, always so prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Just just putting out Tell a Tell us how our preparation show. just shines through in the show. Oh, yeah. Time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, subscribe and share the show with all your friends. Please, if you could do any one of those five things that we just rattled off, we'd, we'd really just uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, just, have a, just keep listening. Yeah. 
Or, or that. <laughs> or just that. I feel like we almost had him to do one of those things. I feel like asking to do one out of just what? one. Just one, one. two. Follow us on Twitter. Call a voicemail. Review, subscribe, share. That's five things. I feel like all do one of those one. five yeah. things. Yeah. Or yeah. just keep listening. Or do Either. them all. Or do them all. Or have a happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, there you go. Definitely. Enjoy that, that turkey, no matter oh, how you right. cook it. Yes, indeed. For Victor Costello, Darren Basin, Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>